All right, all right, all right. Wow. Okay, that was an intro. I like the music and everything. But what's up, y'all? You guys are now tuned into Verse TV's The Homo Show right here with your boy Trophy's Music. And But it's not about me. Some other people in the building. So talk to me. Who else we got in the building? Hi, this is Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a local handy woman. Local what's handy up, woman. That's right. I'm up. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. See, that's how they do it to be more. They get right to it. You feel me? All right, cool. Last one, these special guests in the building. Talk to me. Who we got in the building? I'm Kel Kotcher from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into it. Special guests this week, y'all, and interviews and all that. So stay tuned for more. But right now, it's time to get into the homos tea. So without further ado, Let's kick up the show like we always do. Week 115, y'all, just so you know. Week 115, let's get into it, Mr. Aaron Matt. Week 115, let's get into it. So this is coming based on Death Valley hitting 130 degrees. And the topic is called Hot and Blur. And it's coming from NewYorkTimes.com. So, global warming is a thing, and our country's west is experiencing another heat wave. Temperatures are reaching 130. Now, to help alleviate struggles from the heat, places are providing cooling centers and motel vouchers. Now, uh, It's easier to close your eyes and to not care if it's not directly in your experience. How can we get more people to care through care enough to make a difference? And if you were in charge of an area experiencing such heat waves, 130 degrees, how would you effectively spend your taxpayer dollars to help your citizens stay cool. Chrissy, this is you. Oh, okay. How can we get more people to care enough to make it, make a difference? Um, well, information is key. If you spread the word about what's going on, um, there are people who care. Um, if I was in charge of, uh, of an area with such heat waves, I would I effectively help my citizens stay cool? Um, well, uh, I would tell them to stay directly out of the heat inside the house. If they're going to go out, make sure they're sunscreen, lots of it. Um, but that seems um, pretty uh, pretty unhealthy to be out in such heat. Um, I, I, would, I would have the uh, citizens stay indoors and stay hydrated. Stay safe and stay hydrated. I'm sorry. No, I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, got you. Okay, cool. I'm going to roll on to the road next. And I'm going to say, how can I get people to care enough to difference? I would say, creative stimulation system where in time somewhere I don't know where people can walk and experience different type of global warming like physically like if it's hot and the volcanoes is going it's gonna be in a room that's hot you know like 
and be with Arctic, Arctic somewhere and it's cold, it feels cold. I think that people know what it feels like until it affects them personally. So by making a, an uh, interactive experience so people can experience it right in the moment, right now. Come to New York City. You know, New York got tons of spaces to build whatever the hell they want to build. Okay. So I think that <laughs> making people more hands-on with it, interactive with it, they'll, they'll bring more change. And then could I effectively help citizens stay cool? I'm going to go to all the local uh, former mail store, all the local uh, family dollars, I'm gonna all the pools and give them all away for free. <laughs> give them all away for free. Because, you know, back in the day, we had community. We, we don't got community no more. So I'll, give it to them. Give it to them. It's paying them up on your taxes. National liquidators anywhere. Get Bob or and just give it to all the kids and they can have their own little pool outside, play with their cousins and it's taking it away from all the other, other kids. <laughs> They got the hydrogen side here pumping with the water. Wait, use that water, put in three pools, then we can get to the kids, six cousins, and they're chilling. That's it. That's how I would do it if I was in here in New York City. Um, but yeah, go on, shout out to Talk to them. Um, okay, so getting people to care about something that something that they know is going on is kind of hard because if they don't care, they don't care. Like, what are they going to do? But if I was in charge, <laughs> <laughs> if I was in charge, I would definitely... Charge try to um instill some type of solar panels because they they were good with the the heat uh the air so their their houses would be like a steady temperature um or um get them all air conditioners depends on depending on how many citizens you actually have to help or try to get families to go to the house that's the biggest and you supply them with air conditioners um Something like that, like the solar solar panels to fight off the heat waves and all that stuff, keep the house cool, or just give them air conditioners. Okay. Blow the whole system up. Okay, do that. Yeah, why okay. not? If they need them, they're going to need them next time. Black <laughs> out. Okay. Very good. Try that. It don't work. Okay. <laughs> don't work. They should just put all the damn buildings into heat, and guess what? Press a button, and we're okay. But they won't do that. But yeah, AC, right, get them all ACs, right? And then yep. I'm just saying New York, gonna be a blackout. Ain't gonna have no heat, ain't gonna have no light, ain't gonna have no AC, ain't gonna have nothing but candles and the matches, okay? That's the risk you're gonna take, but okay. I wanna come on, you can talk now. All right, now I can't call to call. Call to be in charge. And he's gonna tell us how <laughs> one part one and part two, talk to us. Um the same question? Yeah, so how first of start off with how can you get more people um, to care enough about to make a difference? And the second part was if you were in charge, you know, these heat waves and all that, how would you make sure your citizens are staying cool? Well, I would just inform them as much as I can, um, actively inform them, you know, to help, you know, help things that can happen to you, like you have heat strokes and there's a lot of people that die from heat strokes because of that and things like that. And, and of course, right. have them stay hydrated. And um, also, I would see if they need help with, um, I mean, if it's in our budget, I would do something as uh, making central air available for most people, air conditioners, central air, things like that, that's, that can keep them cool, maybe adding shading spots in certain areas, you know, so they're not always out in just direct sunlight constantly, right. you know, even cooling stations throughout the city, um, things like that. Okay, now. I well, in charge in here, we're gonna make sure we keep our people cool. <laughs> people cool, all right. We got mayors of this, all right, mayors of the city. I hope uh, I, I approve. 
I hope everybody else approves. All right, uh, <clears throat> Sir Aaron Mack, let's take it away with our next topic out here, right here with the homo seat. All right, our next topic is called Jeopardy. And, oh no, it's called Irreparably. And it's for shy. it's coming from the Huff Post, Huffington Post. Now, the person in this article, she said, I was on a perfect date until his comment about my face caused trouble, okay? And this person has a prescription-treated medical diagnosis for a physical insecurity. Now, on the date, the partner mistakenly commented on one of these insecurity zones. Now, the date quickly turned from beautiful to over. In spite of the partner trying to make atonement for their words that caused discomfort. Now, Aaron Mack knows how it feels to mistakenly make a date so uncomfortable with a playful comment that the otherwise lovely date ends. Now, if you made the comment, how might you talk your way out of such situation? And if you were the person with the diagnosis, how might you politely respond to let your date know that they irreparably made you uncomfortable and the date must end? And last part, is it best to just end everything? Shy, this is you. Uh, it's the best to end everything. Let me answer that one first. Um, it depends on if they have a conversation about it because it don't seem like the person even said that they had any type of problems to begin with. Um, I would probably have to disclose that information before I even went on a date. Like nowadays, you can FaceTime, you can video chat, and all that stuff. So I probably would have made that clear. Um, if I made the comment, I would simply just apologize. Like some things you can't, <laughs> you can't really make them better. Like, especially if you're unaware, the only thing you can do is apologize for being insensitive at that point in time. Yeah, come on, Kel, let's get it. If you, if you comment, how might you talk your way out of the situation? Hey, and, um, well, I'm probably, but, um, I would probably, <laughs> you know, um, I would probably just apologize, you know, like, like Chad said, I apologize, you know, like I'm, I didn't know, but um, it depends on how they reacted towards the situation. Like, especially they didn't dis disclose it, you know, I wouldn't, I would say, I'm sorry the way I made you feel or whatever, but um, I don't know. I mean, I would just apologize. I mean, I wouldn't try to talk my way out of the situation because it would probably make it 10 times worse trying to talk my way out of something. Come on, come on. That's gone. This gonna go to you, Chrissy. This question, same thing. Talk to us. You made it feel uncomfortable. How would you talk your way out of it? So, I, hey, I, I agree with the last, last two answers. I apologize. <laughs> I agree with the last two answers. Um, uh, you most definitely have. Uh, that should be something discussed beforehand. Um, 
And uh, additionally, if it was, uh, you know, made made by mistake, most definitely apologize. Um, uh, or even on purpose, if it was made on purpose, like something that just is pointing it out, like, hey, yo, didn't say that, you know, if they if they obviously make a, a comment like that, if they have an issue with it or something, um, like I, I wouldn't do that to someone if I had I didn't have the information beforehand. But um, if I mistakenly made that type of comment, most definitely I would apologize. And um, um, if I were uh, like the the, the what was the second part of the question. Oh no, we get there. Yeah, we get there. Yeah, we get there. We oh, get there. We're, we're, just, we're just on part one. I think this one has three parts. So we just after me, it'll go in the same order. So I'm gonna take it over again after this. There's two more questions. So if, if I made this comment, if I made this comment, um, I'm just always being myself real. So if I offended them, I'm gonna be thinking like, what the hell? Like, it was so bad at offending them. But I'm gonna put myself. I realize, like, you know, it offended. So, hopefully, they can understand, like, you guys said, friend, I'm sorry. I apologize. It was not even my intention. And if you still feel some type of way about that, then, you know, have a good night. I guess I'll see you never. Um, <laughs> um, all right, Sean, take it away. Part part two, you know, and then that's going to be the same order. I just want to make sure I don't have any control. That's all. Let's do it, Sean. Um, I thought I answered this too. Um, I would pretty much just say I feel uncomfortable. If that's how you truly feel, that's all I would say. It's like I'm feeling uncomfortable. But like I said, I would, I would disclose that information from John, so that that wouldn't really be able to happen. And it probably would end. Like if I feel that uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, like Damn. what else could you possibly do? <laughs> Sorry. I was with you on that. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Kel, talk to the people. This is the second question. Well, I would, um, okay, well, I would let them know. I would educate them on it. I would explain, you know, the situation, like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Try to educate them on it. Not try to force something down the throat, but educate them, like, maybe they don't know, and they, they just are insensitive to the situation. Um, and hopefully they understand. And if they don't seem to understand or they seem to not care at all, then I would probably end the date at that point. But if not, I mean, I would just talk through it. And it is probably just a learning experience for, for both of us. Oh, I know. Here for the learning. Okay. Chrissy, talk to the people. We're learning it today. Come on, talk to them. Okay. Um, well, if they made you irreparably, irreparably uncomfortable, um, uncomfortable and uh, comfort is always a it's always a personal thing a lot of times, and um, we all want people to be consider you know to consider what we're comfortable with when, upon meeting. Um, you know, it's just. Um, Something that you should communicate. If you feel irreparably, irreparably, irrep, ah, excuse me, irreparably, <laughs> <laughs> irreparably, um, uh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. <laughs> excuse me, I'm laughing at myself right now. 
Um, but really uncomfortable like that, I would say it just like that. Just like that. And then if you want to discuss sure. how that happened, then talk about it. But if you feel like you must leave, bruh, <laughs> I'm not going to proceed no more. I'm going to turn it to SpongeBob me real quick. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> For real. <laughs> And that's that. But um, if if you would like to proceed, you can talk about it. Mm. Okay, now peacemaker, got it. No SpongeBob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, um... <clears throat> well, if somebody made me feel that uncomfortable, it's definitely going to end because I'm just going to be like, um, yeah, it, this ain't going to work. Like, I mean, you got to have boundaries with people no matter who they are no matter if you're just meeting them or it's the guy at the corner store you know I was just talking about this earlier you know it's important to set boundaries so if it ain't working already we only did, that was the, that's a big red flag I, you made me feel that uncomfortable where I feel like <gasps> touching my perils I'm good I'm good like I mean it's, that just means that this is who you are and my my angel said when someone shows you who they are believe them right so I believe it I don't need no more turn the cameras off I'm done I'm done it's done date is over um, yeah, that's my that's my two cents. It's over. Um, have a good night. It was it was, it was nice to meet you. Um, that, that's it. That's, all right, cool. All right, so um, that was actually our homo's tea for today. So we're getting ready to go right into our uh, main topic of the day, and then our special main topic we always have with our metaphor cards. You would know about that if you tune into our uh, if you tune into our show. You know, we got the week. will be a part of what we're doing, and it's easy to just do that. All you guys have to do is. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us. You know, so you know what we're doing week after week. This is week 115, which means we've been doing this for over two years. So, you know what I'm saying? It's change. We're changing platforms. We're making new moves. You know, we're progressing as things progress, 2021. So, you know, as you progress, you want to be, get on the train of what we're doing. You know, keep a part of all these the, the amazing people that we bring on board who are part of what we're doing. So, please like, comment, subscribe, follow Burst TV right now. And uh, we're getting ready to read our uh, main topic. Um, while we're still live, and then after that, you know, you guys are gonna go to our YouTube to follow our podcast or your podcast, our local podcast things that you listen to, and come check us out. Come on, Aaron, take it away. Oh, right. So, this topic is called The Homos Stressing. Ironic. Okay. So, <laughs> a handsome, short, caramel genius ex boyfriend of late 20s, Aaron Mack scared him during a stressful disagreement by telling him that relationships mean stress and the farther a relationship goes, the more stressful it will become. Now, Aaron Mack felt uncomfortable with that and it triggered the first of multiple breakups. Now, do you agree that LTRs should be expected to be inherently stressful? Why? Why not? And to reiterate, dude is a genius. And what was he trying to communicate to Aaron Mack about LTRs? What, at, at least, what do you think he was trying to communicate? And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trobix Music. Hey, Chrissy. I hail from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, everybody. It's Chad. 
I'm Kel Coucher from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter. Right here on Verse TV. We grew up a team. Let's get into it. Right here on Verse TV. We grew up a team. Let's get into it.